Welcome to the Happy Business Show featuring Therese Skelly of HappyInBusiness.com. Listen in as we pull back the curtain and share real-world stories of successful business owners just like you. You'll love the truth, honesty, and inspiration revealed in each episode. And now, Therese Skelly. Hi, this is Therese Skelly, and this is another episode of the Happy Business Show. It's just me today. I'm going to be talking to you about the power of of owning your passion because I think there's a lot of you out there that are a little bit afraid of being edgy, a little afraid of being maybe seen as too much or controversial or that guy or that girl in that case. This comes from a conversation I actually had with a client yesterday. And it was funny because she had done really like amazing kicking ass on getting a bunch of clients in the first part of the year. She got like 12 clients in the first few months. And recently, all her sales conversations have gone south. Like she hasn't been able to sell one single thing. And I don't know what happened. I just tuned into my intuition because she was saying, you know, help. Tell me what's going on. What's going on? What? What? Like, ah, let's get some strategy because I just had... I just had all these selling conversations and nothing's working. And I don't know what happened, but I just had this little voice. You know how you have those moments of intuition? I just said to her, I'm just going to call her um, Amy. I just said, Amy, what are you not bringing? What are you not owning? I don't even know why I asked that. But she she, she started talking about, oh, well, I think I think people just, they don't have money. And I'm like, eh, psh. No, that's not that's not what it is. What is it that you're not bringing out here? And she sort of was going on about, you know, just silly external stuff. And I just said, stop. What in you are you not bringing to the table? And this, this Amy works with women, and she she started talking about them. And for the first time ever, she actually started swearing, which that always delights me. But that's an indicator that she was on it. And she just said something like, these people are fucking suffering. They're suffering and I've got to change it. And you don't have to suffer. And I said, that's it. That right there. That edge. I've worked with you for a year and a half and I have never seen that in you. Why are you hiding that? You don't have to swear, but why are you hiding that firm passion, that commitment, that, you know, gosh darn it, wake up. It doesn't have to be this way. See, she was trying to be politically correct. She was trying to fit in. She was trying to be, um, you know, kind of watered down, not ruffling feathers, not offending anybody. And yet, it's that. It's that person that stands in the marketplace and says, it doesn't have to freaking be this way. That's the person that's getting attention. That's the one in the marketplace that you're listening to. Now, that may polarize. You may not, not like that Amy, but you're going to notice that Amy. And so let's look at you. Why are you not bringing that to your business? And if you are... Right on. God bless you. I'm so proud of you. Because that really is the key. But could you stand in front of a room and say, this should not be happening. You don't have to freaking suffer like this anymore. Stop suffering. Whatever your message is, whatever the thing that you're solving and the problem that you have the solution to, could you stand and be that bold, that powerful, and with that much certainty? See, that's what sells. 
the nicey-nice, well, I think I can help you. Yeah, come on in. Let's have a free consultation. Let's chat. That's, eh, you'll be nice, but you won't be powerful and you won't be profitable. But let me tell you what gets in the way. And this is really, uh, it's so, so sad, particularly with women. There's a lot of women out there that have been um, hearing for years, God, you're so intense. God, you're so much. Yeesh. Can't you dial it back? Do you always have to say that? Do you always have to? See what I mean? I, I, I hang out with some really cool women that tell story after story of being diminished. They talk about how in their families, uh, that's my story, ah, for the time I was little, I heard, Jesus, you're so intense. Can't you just go along with it? Can't you just accept it? And so what happens is when you have had that um, indoctrination or when you have those really subtle, powerfully shaming messages, what you learn is that your voice doesn't matter. Or your voice is kind of obnoxious and you're kind of a pain in the ass and like, geez, shut up. Can't you just go along? Can't you just think like, why do you have to talk about that? Why, you know, oh. So if you're listening to this, maybe some of you are feeling the pain of that level of suppression. So when I talked about my client, Amy, and I said, why are you not doing that? Do you relate to that story? Do you relate to, well, yeah, my whole life. I've been told that, you know, I cause problems with my mouth and why just can't, why can't I just, you know, think like everybody else and go along? And yet, it's very often, here's what I know, very often the places that we are wounded where our greatest strength comes. So if you have been a person that has not been able to bring your power and bring your passion, like really own that because you have been silenced, that's the work. The work is to is to <laughs> come out guns a blazing, come out and basically saying, "Okay, what's my stand?" And so that's that is what I'm going to encourage you to do. What do you want to say? So number one, let's let's walk you through this. What is your mountaintop message? What's the thing that is your legacy that you want to be known for? The thing that is so important to you, you will go to the mat for that. What's your thing? What's your thing? For Amy, it was no woman should have to suffer with anxiety and live a masked life, live live a life that looks like she's perfect on the outside but is dying on the inside. That's Amy's because that was her journey. See, the places we are wounded very often are the places that we are actually here to transform and then teach. So first, what is that message that is yours to share? Number one. Number two. When you think about sharing that, do you go, oh, hell yeah, get me on that stage, yippee skippy, I'm ready, or do you go, what are they going to think? Or do you want to water it down? Say, you might like sort of want to share it, but maybe like in a safe, um, couched, kind of, kind of, uh, the whitewashed, or uh, they call the photoshopped version. Oh, make it nice. Don't ruffle feathers. Don't be too loud. And oh, good God, don't swear. You know, don't say anything politically incorrect. So what's the little voice in your head when you think about sharing that? When you think about, I am a leader, and I'm here to influence, and this is what I'm here to teach. What follows that? 
So listen for the little voices of resistance. And they could sound something like I've already shared. Who are you? Like nobody's going to listen to you. God, you're, you know, you're so much. It's, you're just, whatever that is. And here's one of my favorite techniques. So imagine that this, there's like a dragon of shame. Because those, 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 those really are, are voices of shame. Whenever you hear you're not enough, people are going to, you know, not believe you, you're going to be a failure, you're going to lose, blah, blah, blah. That, that's not true. That's really the voice of shame speaking to you. And most of us run around, we run away from that, right? We don't want to deal with it. So we just play small and we just go back to our other lives and we, we don't move in that direction. Now, imagine this, this dragon that embodies all the crappy voices you've heard and all the, all those painful messages and, and you turn and you face it. Instead of running from it, instead of letting it chase you, you turn, you stop and you face it and you say, Thank you for showing me what I'm not. Because it's trying to show you that you're not enough. And you're this, you know, helpless little kid that's going to get hurt or this person that could never possibly make a difference. Or, And you just turn around and say, thank you for showing me what I'm not. We're going to stop doing this now. You don't, you don't get to threaten me with this shame. I'm no longer a victim to these messages. Thank you for showing me what I'm not. You basically just unplug that energy of shame. So number one, you find out what your message is. Number two, you listen for those voices. The you know we call it resistance. What's coming up? Number three, you put all that in in the, in the embodiment of a dragon or a dinosaur that's chasing you. You turn around and say. Thank you for showing me what I'm not. I no longer give you power to define me. And number four, you see yourself on that stage. You begin to act as if you are that person. So if I knew, well, I actually do know. <laughs> so because I know, because I know that I went through everything I went through to be the messenger for my particular message, I have to bring that with me everywhere I go. I show up as that. I am known as that. I desire to inspire from that space. I'm unstoppable from that space. So that orients how I act, how I interact, what I say, what I do, where I go. So if you knew it was already done, if you knew, like, oh, I am that, I am that message, I'm that messenger, what would change? How would you show up differently? How would you hold yourself? How would your marketing be? Would you say the same stuff? Would you work with the same people? What would be different? I think these are such important questions to ask yourself and just sit in. But mostly, I want to just challenge you this week. This week, the question you're going to ask is, am I putting myself fully in my business? Am I fully owning my passion? If I'm saying something, is it from a place of being fired up and passionate? Or is it from a place of, well, I don't really want them to know that, me. So that is the work. That's the work, gang, is own your passion and infuse it in your business. So I hope you have enjoyed these five tips. Shoot me some feedback. I'd love to hear how this lands for you, what you're going to do differently as a result. 
So again, it's Therese Scali. Much love. And I really am honored that you're here. Know that there's more great podcasts coming your way. Talk to you later. Bye. You've been listening to The Happy Business Show with Therese Skelly. Join us next time and invite your friends to join us at thehappybusinessshow.com. Visit thehappybusinessshow.com and get Therese's five-part video series, Eliminating Money Blocks. Thanks for tuning in. 